Welcome to the Clarinet Pedagogue Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Andreas Bronson. Today's podcast is sponsored by Virtual Clarinet Camp. Visit virtualclarinetcamp.com to check out our amazing camps for middle school and high school students. Today's podcast is about upgrading your equipment. As I record this podcast, it is springtime here in Texas. As school is winding down for the summer, I always catch myself thinking about the fall and what I can do now to prepare myself for the fall and to prepare my students more for the fall. So this is a great time for students to upgrade their equipment so they can improve over the summer and be ready for school in the fall. So before students make this purchase, I have some things that you might want to consider. Before you upgrade, ask yourself, do you need better equipment or do you just need to improve on your skills? Sometimes we think that better equipment is going to solve our problems and help us to be a better clarinet player, help students to play better, but maybe their equipment, they're not just using the equipment the way it should be. So ask yourself, am I using a good embouchure? Am I using fast air? What about my finger technique? Am I I relaxing my fingers or is there tension in there in my my fingers? Um, Maybe if you're a clarinet player and you're not taking private lessons, maybe you need to invest into private lessons. Do whatever you can do so that you are playing better. Because as I always tell my students, we are the equipment, we are the instrument, and the clarinet is simply the means that uh, it is, we're expressing that. So we always have to think about ourselves and what we can do to play, maximize our playing. So another question would be, am I getting all that I can out of my current equipment? Maybe it is the time to, to upgrade your equipment. For instance, maybe you're um, keys on your clarinet are not sealing right. It could just be that you need to have it, take it into the shop and have it, have it repaired. But it could just be that the clarinet um, is causing you to squeeze harder because of the, uh, the rings on it. Um, maybe uh, it's not capable of playing the, in the altissimo really well. And so that can cause other problems. Uh, could be the reeds. So what I would do is um, I would ask myself this third question. Do I need to change my accessories? Maybe I need to change my reed strength or the brand of reeds since every reed brand plays slightly differently and uh, maybe move up or down a strength or a half strength of reed. That could always make a huge difference. What about mouthpiece? Sometimes just Upgrading a mouthpiece can do wonders for playing clarinet. Doesn't matter uh, if you're playing on a student model clarinet or if it is a professional clarinet. We always need to think about mouthpiece uh, as as mouthpiece is where the sound begins. So we really, really want to make sure that that sound is the best possible sound we can get. So much that you need to upgrade your mouthpiece. Also, we don't think about this, that mouthpieces do wear out, so they will not last forever. So I typically replace my mouthpiece about 
every five years. And I always have several of them on hand that um, just in case I have one that breaks or um, needs something different. So make sure that you kind of consider upgrading your mouthpiece. Could be the ligature. Maybe your ligature isn't properly holding your reed on. And so think about that. Some um, There's either the standard ligatures with the screws in the front. Those are the actually least um, standard. What has become more standard is to have the, the screws in the, the back. Another option, instead of replacing your entire clarinet, would be to replace the barrel or the bell. There's lots of manufacturers that especially do customized barrels. So that's something else that you can consider. You would just have to think about, is it worth that investment for the clarinet that I currently own? Or is it going to be a better investment for me to just buy a whole new clarinet? And possibly sometimes when we um, do that, we still buy a new barrel or a different bell. So that's something else to consider. So before you purchase a new clarinet, you have to ask yourself, do I want a new clarinet or a used clarinet? There's um, music stores often have used clarinets as well as new clarinets. There are also lots of places that you can find used clarinets, either through um, Facebook Marketplace. You can go to eBay. Uh, there's also like Craigslist. There's lots of lots of ways that you can find it. Um, what's uh, difficult though is sometimes you don't know how that clarinet has been taken care of. You maybe don't know if it's had cracks uh, in it, if it's worn down, if the keys are worn down, or if the the um, wood has had um, problems with it. Or if it's a plastic clarinet, you don't know if it's been marched with before and if it's if it was taken, uh, if someone took good care of it. So that's something to think about. Okay, so when upgrading, you want to ask yourself, what am I looking for in a clarinet? What kind of change am I expecting? Do I want a better tone? Do I want to have a deep, dark clarinet tone? Or do I want to have an ease of playing in the Altissima register? Or maybe something that's going to give me more variety with my timbre, with tonal color. Am I looking for something that just is a more versatile instrument? Or am I just wanting to improve? Do I want to have better results when I audition? Um, those types of things. You can also think about um, finger technique, like like maybe my current clarinet uh, doesn't allow me to play as smoothly uh, with when I'm moving my fingers fast. So that's something you can consider as well that you might want to be looking for. Another question, how long do I expect to play this instrument? Uh, if you're a middle school student, I think this is a great time when you're going into high school to upgrade. So you think, okay, well, maybe I just want to have a nicer clarinet going into high school. Uh, it could be that you're playing on a plastic clarinet and you want to upgrade to a wooden clarinet. Or if you already have a wooden clarinet, maybe it's a student model and you want to upgrade to a professional model clarinet. Are you looking at something short-term or long-term? Do you want to be a music major or a professional when you um, are out of college? So those are things to think about 
So how long are you planning on this investment um, in the, the clarinet being a part of your um, decision making? So the other thing to consider is price. What is your budget? How much money are you willing to spend? What are the trends out there? And how much are people usually spending on these instruments? You, you, you need to think about when you're looking at your budget, um, how are you going to finance it? Sometimes music stores offer financing. So that's something that you can ask about. Um, of course, if you're buying a used clarinet from a third party, from just an individual selling it, you would have to pay um, a totally in full full payment uh, upon receipt. So that's uh, something to consider. Do you have the kind of resources that you can pay for that? Um, some uh, music uh, some music stores offer uh, that financing, like I mentioned, and then some manufacturers are offering rebates. Is there a rebate? Are they running a special right now on these, these instruments? Something to think about too is, is, um, when you're going with a music store, how old is that clarinet? Do they just get it in stock? Um, those types of things. All right. So when you want to purchase, you have to think about, um, am I going to purchase this clarinet in person versus online? So that's a big decision. So when you purchase a clarinet in person, that's where you're going to a music store and you're going to try out different clarinets. So you can always call them in advance, tell them what you're looking for, or ask them if they have any recommendations. And they can, if they don't have it all in stock, They a lot of times if you call ahead, they will be happy to get those instruments in stock for you to try them out. Most of the time they have a room that you can go in and you can sit there and play on those clarinets. If you want to go on with the online um, versus in person, there's uh, many clarinet stores that um, offer um, top-rated clarinets, very nice professional clarinets that you might want to upgrade to. A benefit to going with one of those stores, sometimes they have professionals that have handpicked these um, clarinets out at the manufacturers. So they go there, try them out, select the ones that they think are top quality. And then those are the ones that they're selling out. So that's um, something to think about. Also think about if you're going with online, think about like where this is coming from. If the climate is very different and you're looking at buying a wooden clarinet, for instance, if you're at a um, warm, humid climate and you're purchasing a clarinet from, from a cold, dry climate, it can go into kind of um, a little bit of shock trying to adjust to the humidity change. So just think about that as you make this purchase. Make sure that the, the music store is offering some kind of warranty or the clarinet has a warranty just in case um, there might be some crackage that's happening. So when you're trying out your clarinet, so you've made this decision of either purchasing in person. And by the way, when you purchase in person, you can also go to a third party such as myself, I sell used uh, clarinets, and many um, many um, clarinetists do the same thing. They have clarinets that have been overhauled and are ready to sell. So you can also do that. But so you're you're ready to purchase. So say that you're 
um, in person at a music store. They have three clarinets for you to try out. I think it's always best to have several, more than one, so that you can see uh, what you prefer. So if you have three clarinets there, I always say bring your own clarinet. Sometimes I've had students show up uh, at a music store to try out clarinets, but they forgot to bring their own clarinet. Always bring your own clarinet. So that can be um, something that you go back to. Um, first of all, you need your mouthpiece and your reeds and your ligature to put on these other clarinets. Um, so be sure to um, bring your clarinet. So if you have three of them there, I suggest you put them all together. You get your mouthpiece and your reed and your ligature out and just do just a blind playthrough with each one. And and try not to be too biased on, oh, I like the way this one looks. I like this, you know, that type of thing. Just really listen to um, the sound that you're getting. Um, so when you go, I suggest always have someone there in person um, to listen to you play. Because sometimes we hear things differently. Again, sometimes we take our own bias there. And we need someone else to listen to. Um, if you have a band director or a, a lesson teacher or sometimes a friend or a family member, just anyone can that can give you some good feedback. It's always good to have that there. So be sure to have someone there. Um, all right. So like I said, I suggest that you play everything on your current mouthpiece. So, of course, every clarinet is sold, every new clarinet is sold with a mouthpiece and ligature. However, those are not um, are not usually preferred. So I would just bring the mouthpiece that you're used to playing on. And that's going to bring some familiar familiarity to that. OK, so then the question is what to play when I'm trying out a clarinet. I like to do a variety of things. Of course, you want to hear the full range of the clarinet. And so I try doing um, something, and you want to have a variety. So I try doing a, a something kind of like a lyrical passage and a technical passage. It doesn't have to be a lot. You're not being, being giving a recital here. Um, no one's testing you. You're not being on the spot for how virtuosic your playing is. Or just remember listening to the clarinet, not you. So I would take something very familiar like an F major scale and just play it maybe all slurred, all the same rhythm. So it's a really nice because it's so easy. It falls nicely on the clarinet. And we can cover three ranges, three um, registers with that. So that's usually one of my go-tos is the... F scale. Of course, you can also do chromatic um, just to kind of hear every single note. What I would also do for a, a lyrical playing and really listening to tone is I would do the three note register slurs so that you can hear how easily it, it jumps from one register to the next. You can also practice octaves. So with this, I would have a tuner. Remember to bring your tuner there. And just know, too, that these clarinets, usually when you pick it up, it's not you're not warmed up on it. So the tuning could be off just a little bit. Plus, you're used to your other clarinet. And um, sometimes 
that can be kind of a crutch because we're so used to making adjustments on the other one that we get to a new one and we're like, why is this not playing better? Sometimes it's us and not the equipment. So just remember that. And so have a tuner there. Practice your register slurs or octaves. You could also bring a lyrical etude or solo, maybe a solo passage, slow movement of the Mozart concerto, maybe just the beginning, the first eight bars would be really nice to play. Um, I would check the pitch on the throat tones and especially, and not just pitch, but timbre. We want to make sure that the timbre, which is also uh, tonal color, we want to make sure that that is consistent in all of the ranges. So I would uh, just just really listen to that with the tuner. Also practice your, like your low low E. Check the pitch on that low E and register key B. So that's something to consider when you are doing technical passages. I would do something. You don't have to get into something really really difficult. Remember, you're listening for the the way the clarinet responds not necessarily how well you can play a passage. So I would do some kind of finger exercise, C major thirds, always really nice to do. Um, Maybe a technical passage from a solo or an etude. Uh, A good uh, excerpt to play would be uh, Mendelssohn's Midsummer Night's Dream. If you want to work on hearing some technical clarity with your tonguing, So that's something to really think about. What's nice about um, Mendelssohn's Midsummer Night's Dream is that it's it's tonguing in the throat tone. Um, So that's uh, a really, really great passage to play. So as you've gone through these clarinets, and I wouldn't spend too much time on each one, maybe just a few minutes, just playing a, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Go to the next one, play the same thing, and the next one. If you have three there, alternate between those. Then I would definitely have the person that's listening do a blind uh, test of of handing you different clarinets and you play different things and you don't know which one it is because usually you have a connection with one of those clarinets right away. But sometimes, again, we think, am I being biased or is this really the right one for me? So then it's also good to get out your your other clarinet, put your mouthpiece on that, play that just so that you have a a basis for what you're used to playing and then going back to the one that you really prefer. So actually, I, I prefer going through all of these steps before I think about upgrading the mouthpiece. It's just because I don't want everything to be so new at first. So then uh, if you're at a music store, you can ask them to pull some mouthpieces out for you to try. And so after you kind of find the one that you go, I really like the way this one plays. It really feels like me. Um, We all know that feeling if we have gone through this process before. So I would do the same with mouthpieces. If you're going to upgrade your clarinet, it is always a good time to upgrade your mouthpiece as well. So that's a great, great way to do that is um, on the new clarinet, make sure that it plays really well there. Ask your lesson teacher too, if this is what they recommend or your band director, if this is what they recommend. 
Um, and those are just kind of my, my tips. I hope that this has helped you with thinking about upgrading your equipment for the fall. I have a checklist that you can download. I will put that in the comments uh, section. So be sure to check that out. If you have any questions or if you have your own method, I would love to hear from you. So please contact me. You can contact me on my website, karenbronson.com, or you could send me an email at bronsonclarinet at gmail.com. I hope to hear from you soon, and thank you for listening. This has been episode number three of the Clarinet Pedagogue podcast. Check out more episodes on your favorite podcast channel or on my website, karenbronson.com. Be sure to tune in for upcoming episodes. Soon I will be launching a new series entitled The American Master Pedagogues. Thank you for listening.